Welcome to the Degenerates Clubhouse, a place for less than distinguished gentlemen to discuss nonsense and fuck all tomfoolery. With your hosts Aaron and Armando. Honestly, who's going to listen to this? What a couple of stupid fucking cunts. Welcome to episode 54 of the Degenerates Clubhouse. This episode is brought to you by the television show Billy on the Street, available on Netflix. It's a show where a flamboyant and... Uh, Overly loud gay gentleman runs around New York City asking contestants on the street questions. So, uh, for instance, Armando, mm-hmm. for a dollar, I don't have a real dollar, but this is what he does. For a dollar, name three famous men. Three famous men. For a dollar. Come on, let's go. Come on. Donald, for a dollar. Donald Trump. That's one. Mel Gibson. Two. Bruce uh, Willis. Wow. Why did you name two Racist men. Are you trying to say Bruce Willis is racist? How, was, dare, how dare you? I was just trying how to think of like... dare you? Like uh, action hero, like actors. Action hero actors. Action hero actors, so you went Donald Trump. Well, he wasn't one. He was just the first name I came up with, but... Your logic dude. breaks down very quickly. You don't get a dollar. You don't get a dollar. No, why not? You say, there was Terrible. None of this... Terrible. It didn't have, there was none of this shit that had to make sense. You just say three guys' well, names. Well, and one of the funniest things about his show is a lot of it is based on his opinion. So... He 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 will have a subjective round where he's like so the first round he'll ask them ask actual questions, then he'll the final round will be subjective based on his opinion. It it, it is a wild show. It's kind of a spoof on game shows and talk shows, and a lot a lot of it is him just yelling at unwitting people on the street. But that show makes me laugh. This it has been brought to you by Billy on the Street, available on Netflix. Billy Eichner. Yeah, Billy Eichner wasn't he in Parks and Rec like towards like the end seasons? I think he was in maybe he was in a show like a, a comedic show, and he came on like towards the end or I don't know. I think he was. I think if it's the guy I'm thinking of, I think he was in Parks and Rec. Yeah, he, so he's gotten a lot of small roles, basically playing this Billy on the Street character. Yeah. Uh, so I I wouldn't doubt it. There there are a couple episodes in particular if you. See nothing else. If you want to check out the show, just write uh, Billy on the Street, Elena. It, there's just a, a very old Jewish woman that he kind of corners on the street, and she just doesn't – she just has – she's late for an appointment or meeting somebody, and she's just trying to leave the whole time, but she's kind of too polite uh, to just straight up walk out on him. But she's just very irritated and nonplussed by the entire interview. You said it's on YouTube? Uh, I think it's on Netflix as well. I usually watch clips on YouTube. Um, I've never seen a full show. I'll get it ready to load and watch uh, after the um, after the episode. Billy on uh, on the street. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for me it's good in small doses. This episode has been brought to you by Billy on the Street. Shout out to Billy Eichner. I'll watch it later. Uh, yeah, Billy on the Street. Brought to you by or this show has been brought to you by Aaron watching for uh, Billy on the Street. Um, but you know where Billy, I mean, he was born and raised in New York City. You know where he would not be caught fucking dead? Florida! <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Florida man. This time our superhero. What does he do? Aaron just sent me this, so I don't, I don't even know what I'm getting into. Florida man with half gallon of Captain Morgan and swords sets fire in road floods police station. That's the uh, caption. Yeah, I like it because it's sort of a full character arc. You'll see. Okay. It's it's Sunday, and nothing better to start the last day of the weekend with a Florida man story. This time, it's 36-year-old Scott Brandon Taylor, who happens to be a fire starter and swordsman. <laughs> Perfect combo. 
According to deputies on Thursday, they arrived at Taylor's home just after 2 a.m. to flames burning in the roadway, and Taylor perched in the yard holding a sword, a knife on his belt, and chugging on a half gallon of Captain Morgan's spiced rum. I like where he's I like what he's drinking. Deputies say that Taylor dropped the blades but had no explanation on why he started the fire. Taylor was arrested and transported to Titusville, Titusville Police Department. End of story? No. While in a holding cell, Taylor had a change of heart and reversed course on starting fires. Turned to a fire sprinkler head, Taylor intentionally broke it off and flooded his cell and the booking area of the police station. Taylor was tra- transported to Brevard County Jail and faces a plethora of misdemeanor and felony charges. It kind of shows his like uh, his rap sheet, but everything's too small for me to read. First off, did you ever know a kid growing up who's kind of a pyro? You're a little bit worried they might, you know, burn your house down if you let them sleep over. You know, yeah, like just playing with matches and or playing with like lighters and just kind of lighting random shit on fire. Yeah, magnifying glass. Uh, That's not, next level. No. I, I remember there's this kid in our neighborhood who would start fires with a magnifying glass. I was like, wow, it's science at least. You're using light refraction? Like, good job. He's like, I'd like to see stuff burn. I'm like, okay, well. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can actually read that. I, I zoomed in. I can read the, the charges. Uh, charges for malicious burning of land. I, I don't know. You could, I don't know. That was like a, a crime. Uh, criminal mischief greater than $1,000. Disorderly intoxication liquor law violation. Resisting officer without violence. Bond exoneration revocation felony. Bond, exoneration, revocation, misdemeanor, and a bunch of those. I don't know why there's a, I don't know. They're all, they all got different. Uh... You got to see how this played out in this guy's mind, right? Because obviously his brain is just swimming in Captain Morgan. Mm-hmm. So that plays a factor. And it sounds like he's he's done this before. He started fires before. And the officers are like, what was his name? Uh, the guy's name? Yeah. The, the criminal? Correct. The criminal's name is Scott Brandon Taylor. Officers are like, cop. Fucking damn it, Scott. Again, you started another fire. You know, you can't keep starting fire, Scott. Like, you're going to get put away for a long time if you don't correct this behavior. And then he's in the holding cell, and he's like, wait. I know. I've got to change my ways. They want me to grow. They want me to be different. They want me to stop fires. That's it. (laughs) So he he was just trying to become a better person. And, you know, he got a little too uh, over exuberant. The guy, the guy's mugshot. He's got his mouth, like his mouth wide open, like, uh, like got a kind of dumbfounded face, and his eyes are kind of googly. He's got one that's like looking up, and then one that's looking straight at the camera. I don't know if that's just camera trick, but it's like, yeah, he's he doesn't look thirty six. He looks a little older than that. He looks pretty haggard to me. He's a, he's a Florida thirty six. Yeah, makes sense because it's all relative, right? Like the what is the life expectancy in the U.S. now? It, it's seventy something. It's probably it's like I don't know forty two in Florida. Yeah, so he's old. I mean, he's he's an elderly gentleman by Florida years. Holding, I like that he was holding a sword while lighting shit on fire and drinking Captain Morgan. It's like, uh, yeah, he was I, maybe he thought he was like fucking like a, the real Captain Morgan or like some pirate or something and lighting up a uh, cannon. Cannonballs or cannon, whatever those fucking things are. Uh, to me, that just sounds like little boy stuff. Like, yay, swords, fires. If he'd been wearing a pair of, like, Pokemon tidy whities that would have just completed the whole thing. Well, you don't know that he wasn't. That's true. You know what? For our purposes of imagining this story, he was wearing Pokemon tidy whities Just <laughs> little little Pikachus all over. Yeah, man, I haven't worn tidy whities in a long time. They used to be cool when you were a kid. No, you're, no, you can't wear them. They were cool? Yeah, they were cool when you're like a 
you know, four-year-old walking around your tidy whities You got, like, little prints of stuff. That was cool. Okay. You don't think that was cool? I, I never really thought of underwear as being cool or yeah. not cool. Or I'm like, it's just stuff that covers your, your pee-pee. Well, yeah. How, what, do you, what do you think about, like, a chick wearing tidy whities Isn't that hot? Like, I think that's hot. Like, a chick wears tidy whities that got those little cartoons on them. You don't think that's, like, sexy? I had never thought about it. There was this there was this girl many, 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 many years ago that we would, you know, it was just like an online thing. It wasn't like anything more than that. But she would send me pictures of her wearing like a Superman tidy whities and like very uh, tight shirt and she had big bosoms. That was pretty cool. I, I mean, I think the one that, that is kind of, so I'm, I'm trying to meet you halfway on this. <laughs> I'm trying to think about it. When uh, a, a girl inevitably gets cold. Oh, yeah. Which is going to happen. Uh-huh. Because... Their temperature just works different for girls, I think. Oh, yeah. And they want to borrow your hoodie. When that happens, but, like, they're wearing nothing else, mm-hmm. that's kind of sexy. Yeah, I hear you. So that's kind of the that's kind of the same thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. When they're dressed cash, very cash. Uh, that was it for our superhero floored man. We are going to go to the wonderful world. Wonderful. I said it like a German. The wonderful. We're going to the wonderful world of Reddit to find out a couple crazy shit. Things that Jeff, you sent me. Uh, Aaron, uh-huh. ask Reddit question number one. What is a hobby that is 100% free? I, I thought about that okay. quite a bit. Because most of them, there's at least like a small entry price, right? You need a piece of equipment or gear or this or that or the other. And I also feel like saying, oh, walking. and Yeah, okay, sure. It's a hobby. The one, though, I have heard there's a whole community. They call themselves, I think, urban foragers. And, and some of them are not even just uh, urban. Some of them are just regular foragers, depending on where they live. But, like, they will, like, walk around in cities and, and dumpster dive. They'll find, like, things that they can pick out and eat, like, things that they can take. And, and the, these foragers who are not city-based, like, they'll walk through the woods and they'll find flora and fauna and, like, little uh, plants that are edible and they'll just collect them. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of, of mushroom hunting and mushroom foraging, but I never heard of, the, of people... Wouldn't you just call them bump? Like, wouldn't they? Wouldn't they just be homeless people if they're like doing if urban forages? Or are these just like rich people that got that are just bored? I think the latter. Okay, so wait, hold on. I found a definition. Urban foraging is the practice of identifying and collecting wild foods. Think tree nuts, plant roots, mushrooms, and even flowers, growing free, uh, freely around your city. We've identified foraging basically on every continent. So, you, so yeah, that. So, so you think it's just like rich people that like are like. Just bored out of their fucking mind? Or? No, I don't think any of them are rich. But most of them that are doing it to that degree, I don't think they're you know, homeless either. You know, I think it's a lot of you know people who, who are a little bit strapped for cash. They're trying to pay bills, whatever. And it's like they're like, wow, this is fun. I could Because I could imagine if you acquire a, a literal taste for it where it's sort of exciting. Like, oh, I found this fucking cool thing to eat that's free. And you eat it. But it also there's no there's no cost. You just go out and you find stuff and you eat what, it. What what would you find out in the world that you'd be like willing to eat? Like I wouldn't just pick some random shit and just start eating. I mean, I guess much like yeah, like plants and shit for sure. But like if you found a hot dog, <laughs> no, if you found a hot dog and it looked brand new, like it looked like it was still in its whatever Seven Eleven box or something, you would I wouldn't eat it. I, I don't know what the fuck someone did do that thing. No, and I'd be a little bit nervous to eat mushrooms. Oh, I would. Um, but yeah, there's got to be some some plants that are edible that we don't know about. Like seaweeds. Seaweed is good. 
Seaweed's delicious. Seaweed salad? Mm. Seaweed salad and, and sushi. I like hand rolls. They got a lot of su- uh, seaweed on that. I, I, it seems like there's definitely stuff out there. Like, I, I would be a little bit nervous if I lived in like Santa Monica to oh. eat, eat anything out of that ocean. <laughs> but some somewhere, some city, there has to be seaweed that's at least a little bit edible. So I would I would make seaweed salad. Uh, so you're so that's a hobby. It's free. My hobby, it's 100. percent I'm gonna be boring. I'd say just going for like, <laughs> making fun of it, but I guess going for a runs, going for walks. That's that's like. You know, it's good for you, good for your body. It's, you don't really need it. You could literally just, whatever you're wearing, go and do it. It's not going to be comfortable if you're running in jeans. But Barefoot running. That's a thing. Depends on where you're running. We tried that. Remember when we went on that yeah. hike and then we kind of came back barefoot? That kind of sucked because there was like little pricklies all over the fucking floor. Yeah, because well, we're, we're in the ro- like the Rocky Mountains. Emphasis on the Rocky. So that was a little bit tough. But I think there's certain paths. Yeah. The other part, though, is we we jumped right into a Colorado mountain trail trying to go barefoot. I imagine if you built up to that, you we might have our feet might have been able to even handle it. But like we went our, our poor From shelter. Zero to, yeah, yeah, exactly. But I got see the thing is I think I told you this, I got like Mexican feet, dude. When we were kids, we would like we have asphalt in the back, like mm-hmm. in an alleyway, and I would go like take the trash out in my bare feet and yeah. just like walk all over shit. Like my feet are fucked up. But even that, like walking on that Rocky Mountains, was not. It sucked. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't nice. It was supposed to be soft, and it wasn't. Yeah, it was. It was all pebbles and rocks and sticky, sharp things. Yeah, spiky shit. Uh, some of the answers on Reddit. User Gordon underscore Heavyfoot writes, "I've been litter litter picking, and I find it more engaging than just walking and super soothing to help my community look tidier. Litter picking. Oh, like yeah, he's just cleaning up litter. Yeah, tra- trash picking. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's kind of a hobby. It is. Feel good about yourself. Yeah, you do. I, yeah, there's, you know what? Like, if we go on hikes, that's something that I should do is like carry a bag. Well, like I usually carry my backpack, but like carry an extra trash bag with me because there's always shit. Not, I'm not talking about literal dog shit, but I mean like that too. People that too, but I'm not gonna pick up dog shit. But like people leaving trash everywhere. It's like, dude, what the fuck? Like, like I could see that happening in L.A., but where you're like already in the wilds, like fucking take care of the. The nature and preserve nature, dickhead. I hate, I hate when people, uh, like I was driving by and someone on uh, Quebec and 70 over by where I work and some fucking assholes were just throwing tra- like, uh, like, um, soda cans out of their car while they were driving. I'm like, dude, you are fucking douches. I hate when people do that. Anyway, um, user the Mopar power slave writes walking. Good for you. I think there's a lot of people that responded to that one. User Blue Flover Flover uh, writes reading in public libraries. That used to be cool. I had one aunt that would take us to the library, and we would either check out movies from the library because they were always free, or you'd get a book or two and we'd hang out there. And my my parents never did that, but I had a cool aunt that would do that with us. Last one I'll read. User Sweet Boy Jackal writes bird watching. Uh, edit number one to the people singing binoculars. You have eyes. Go find birds and watch them with those. Have you ever <laughs> have you ever bird watched? Not not actively. I mean, when I'm walking, sometimes I'll see birds and I'll look at them, but I'm not going expressly like, "Oh, this is a special bird spot." I might see the rare starlit nightingale and the set and the other. That seems like it'd be kind of cool to do with somebody that knew what they were doing and they were guiding you. Like, hey, we're gonna go on this hike and I'm gonna show you a bunch of cool. Uh, Aviary 
what, what like the Steve Irwin of bird watchers? Well, not not someone that's like you know hardcore, but someone that actually does know what they're doing. Like we like we see a bird, I'm not going to be able to spot it from a you know from one species to another unless it's like clearly obvious, like a red bird and it looks like a cardinal. Oh, that's probably a cardinal. You know what I mean? No, I I want Steve Irwin because I feel like regular bird watching would just be very boring. So I need the extra thrill and intrigue where he's like. Uh, I I'm trying to think if I can even do a Steve Irwin accent. Probably not, but I'm gonna try. Um, he's like, be, be, "Be careful back there. That is the ferocious blue jay. If you get too close to it, it can peck out your eyes and eat your brain. Be careful. Be no, careful." No, no, no. I, I would want so <laughs> close, but I'd actually want Ozzy Man to to take me on like a tour, like a bird watching tour, because he just his shit's fucking hilarious. Just like he's always doing observational shit, mm-hmm. and it, and then he I'm adds. Familiar. His, Explain to people what yeah. Ozzy Man is. If you well to them, yeah, uh, he it's just like a dude with an accent, and then he'll like he'll he'll uh, Australian. Sure, he he does he'll, like he'll post a video, and then he leaves his commentary over the video, and it'll be crazy shit, and he just like drops a bunch of f bombs and curse words, and uh, yeah, watch Ozzy Man stuff. It's it, I think that shit's funny. That's it for Ask Reddit question number one. Ask Reddit question number two. The last thing you searched on Google is what kills you. How do you die? <laughs> Can I answer this one first? Mm-hmm. So, so last night, I don't. How did it come? Oh, I can wh- tell you exactly how. Yeah, yeah. We were watching the Tyson Fury uh, um, bronze bomber fight, and uh, one of the broadcasters commenter commenters looked like the Scary Spice Girl. So, <laughs> okay, hold on we, for a second. She looked like Scary Spice in as much that she was. A black woman with an accent. With an accent. Yeah, a a black British woman. Yes. Was she the same age? No. Same facial features? No. Same hair? No. She was hot. Oh, okay. So attractive black woman English accent equals scary spice in Armando's mind. Okay, we've got that. We've so we 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 see we see where the connections are. Okay, continue. So so I was like, it just got Aaron and I talking. Like, or actually, I think I brought up like. I wonder what's up, what's what's up with the Spice Girls. Where are they now? We know Posh Spice married fucking David Beckham, and she's in the fucking work a day in her life now. But I was like, I wonder what happened with the rest of them. So I googled last night. I googled the Spice Girls. Like, <laughs> I wonder what they're up to. And you know, they're all still, you know, moderately attractive. Still hot. I'd bone all of them anyways. But no, it was not scary Spice. Oh, that, that, was that when you said what they're up to, that's what you were trying to find oh, out. If they're boneable, yeah. Come on, of course. So, so I guess uh, where they're at in their careers, how their lives have progressed. No, none of that. Look, they're 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 <laughs> like, what would you call them? Like a one-hit wonder band, or it's like a boy band but a girl band. So after that, they probably don't have any real established careers. Maybe they tried to go solo and failed. Well, apparently, you thought one of them could be a boxing broadcaster. Yeah, well, that's the, what they got to do. Something like that. Um, so apparently, the the last thing I searched on Google is what kills me. So the Spice Girls kill me. Is that what? Is that what? How that works? Yeah, I think probably what happens is. In your love for Scary Spice, is that your favorite one? Which is your favorite Spice Girl? Um, you clearly have one. You thought about this. No, it wasn't. I don't know if I had a favorite Spice Girl. It might have been Posh, but Posh is with David Beckham, so I can't pick her. So basically what happens is Armando uh, goes to a convention. So all of them except for Posh are there. Okay. Because Posh Posh has got the David Beckham soccer money. She doesn't need to go to to like pop conventions. And like Mondo goes up and sees them, you know, in person, and he's just like, ah, none of you are bonable anymore. And they just fucking snap. Like, <laughs> like some like mental barrier that had been just holding back all this aggression towards 
judgmental male fans breaks and they just murder him on the convention floor. It's a big story. Mondo, you're famous. Yeah. In your death. Hell yeah. But yeah, I think I think it's basically Scary Spice sticks a, a three-inch little heel through your eyeball, into your brain, kills you. That's how you die. Hot. <laughs> That's hot. <laughs> What's your takeaway? <laughs> All right, what about you? What's the last thing that you searched on Google and that kills you? What is that? Uh, so the last thing I searched was, I mean, just before we started recording, it was how to... Uh, get stereo on OBS for a microphone setup. For you guys who don't know, OBS is short for Open Broadcast Software. It's a free broadcasting software you can download. It's really great. Great program, um, free to use. And I was like, fuck, how would that kill me, though? Um, and do you remember there was that horror movie? I forget the name now, but it was like death was like the main character. Mm-hmm. And it was like they were all supposed to die on a plane. Oh, and, uh... and they cheated death, so it was sort of coming for them in weird ways. What was the name of that? Oh, the, Final Destination. They, they, they made like 10 of them. Yeah, it was a whole franchise. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's kind of one of the Final Destination-like scenarios where, you know, they're just uh, supposed to die. So like the door, garage door closes on them weirdly and kills them or they get caught up in a, a leaf shredder or something like that. So I think for me, it's like we, we couldn't – in this this alternate reality, we couldn't figure out how to – get OBS working and get the microphone sorted. So I'm trying to figure it out, except in the bathtub. <laughs> and that, that sounds ridiculous, but if I'm being completely honest, I will watch Netflix on my phone or, or once I watch on my iPad in the bathtub. Go well, on. I'm just doing air quotes. <laughs> no, no, masturbating in a bathtub with uh, with Epsom salt is not fun. No? <laughs> no, that would be bad. I always, I always take baths with a ton of Epsom salt. Salt in your pee hole? Yeah, that would be not worth the price of admission, sir. And I have dropped my phone, I think only once. And like I like snatched it out and the phone still worked and everything, but I did drop my phone once. So I think in this this scenario, I've brought my laptop to try to figure this out while I'm in the bath. And uh, maybe I nod off a little bit, whatever, you know, the, the final destination sort of death thing does its its um its job and I just electrocute myself in the bathtub while trying to learn how to fix OBS sound for our podcast. Well, it's a good thing you did it without having to take a bath this time. So you're not going to die from OBS. OBS sounds like a, a disease. disease. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some of the answers on Reddit, uh, user looking for you writes, ah, fuck irritable bowel syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> you just fucking poor guy. Shit yourself to death. Awesome. Uh, user LF Duolingo. I knew it. How would you die from Duolingo? It, it, you get a shitty translation and you're in some like uh, you know Brazilian flavela or something and you're just trying to say where are the bathrooms and you're like your mom's a whore and oh. they just murder you. Someone re- someone like replied to that. Complete the lesson and you won't be eliminated. Oh shit, that would suck. Let's see. User Michael Scott's worm guy writes. Apparently the Eiffel Tower. Eiffel Tower will somehow kill me from 11,000 kilometers away. It's tall. Not that tall, though. Uh, user... I've been on top of the Eiffel Tower. I have not. Uh, user Kind of Vibes writes, Pandas being clumsy. <laughs> oh, them pandas. <laughs> How silly pandas, and then one just fucking attacks you. I'd actually like to think about it more like a one of those Rube Goldberg machines. 
You know, where like, oh, like the pinball hits the cards, yeah. and then it's sort of like a, a zoo version of that. And the panda being clumsy and knocking into something sets off this whole chain of reactions where like the panda's ball rolls into the feeder, and then the feeder does that, and it flips something up, and that somehow um, leads to bumping the guy into like a, a tiger cage, and the tigers actually kill him. Isn't that actually how some of the uh, Final Destination movies, like, isn't some of those deaths kind of sort of like causing the I effect? I think so. Of- yeah. I I, vague, I saw that movie not too long after it came out, and that was way, way back in the 90s. Uh, I, do not, I do not have a perfect recollection of Final Destination. I'll, I'll read two more uh, two more answers, and then we'll move on to our next segment. User AWPTS writes, Lose as much weight as possible in two weeks. So, meth? <laughs> so, yeah, this one probably does meth and ODs. I like the fact that he made the joke for us. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that thanks. made our life easier. Appreciate it. Thank you, Reddit. Uh, last one I'll read. User Lynn Oh So Nice writes student loan debt. That sounds about right. Hey, another good jokey joke. Thank you. You can get killed by student loan debt. Oh fuck. <laughs> uh, I'm almost done paying it off. I think. I think. I think next month or maybe the month after that I should be at zero balance. I'm gonna print my zero balance thing and I'm gonna fucking sing and dance and go get hammered somewhere. Um, while drinking Captain Morgan and lighting Captain fires. Morgan lighting fires. Yep, that's it. <laughs> Uh, that was oh, it. That's what that's what happened. We solved the mystery. <laughs> <laughs> he was just really excited. He, he paid he, off his student loans. Yeah. Something tells me he does not have a degree, dude. He's he's got a degree in pyromancy. You know what's funny is I we have a customer at work that that does actually do pyro pyrographics. Is that the right terminology for it? But he does he does like for like bands like fire shows and whatnot. Yeah, he does things for like concerts and shows like that. It's all pyrotech pyrotechnics, not pyrographics. And he comes and buys hoses from us. The dude, it's, you would think someone that plays with fire is kind of nutty. This guy is kind of like way the fuck, like he's really bizarre. He'll talk to you about, he came in the shop and was asking us to sponsor him for some nonsense. And we're like, what the fuck? He was just. Armando. Huh? Armando. What? Holy fuck. Miami, Miami Dade College, a two-year public college, has an associate's degree in pyrotechnics Ooh, offered. See? So maybe, yeah, you're probably right. Maybe he didn't pay off his student loans. and You can get it for only $28.38 in-state undergraduate tuition. So that's 3000 bucks. Yeah, it's just under 3000 Wow. So, like, it probably took him about, like, 10 years to pay that off. Mm-hmm. And he finally did it. And he was celebrating. He was just doing a little fire show to show his... his joy and jubilation for the neighborhood fucking cops come in and they just don't understand him poor guy pays his student loans off and next thing he gets tossed in jail for celebrating fucking asshole cops in florida how dare them um that was it for reddit uh we'll move on to our favorite uh, segment called new on netflix hey aaron Uh uh-huh have you seen this show on netflix called edward dildo hands (laughs) Well, which one are you talking about? Are you talking about the, the just the actual porn spoof of Edward Scissorhands, or are you talking about the the documentary about the porn spoof? Which one's more f- entertaining? That's the one I was talking about. Well, I think that's all a matter of taste and perception. <laughs> like, do you do you want to see some guy uh, fuck people with prosthetic dildos on their their arms, or do you want to see how that happened and how this became a thing in the porn world? Uh, let's go with the latter. The latter? Okay. Um, I don't think I've ever watched that actual porn or heard of that actual porn. <laughs> yeah, well, see, you know you know, there's all these porn spoofs, right? Mm-hmm. That's a thing. There was like, like, remember that movie American Beauty? 
Uh huh. Well, there was American Booty. Ooh, that was a good one. Clever. Uh, w- what's your favorite Jim Carrey movie? Probably Ace Ventura: Pet de- Detective. Oh, you mean Ace Ventura: Crack Detective? Oh, <laughs> pretty good. Did you have that one already lined up? Jesus. Uh, but my personal favorite is the Da Vinci Load. <laughs> the Da Vinci Load. Whoa! <laughs> Holy shit! So, so basically, what 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 happened was I don't want to give you too much background, but just to kind of get you started, there, there was a uh, a a set worker. He wasn't actually one of the performers. One of the let's call them artists, can we? Sure. The, the, you know, there's there's vagine uh, and penis artists. <laughs> okay. A master of the penial arts. Okay. Um, there's probably a degree for that at Miami Dade County uh-huh. College as well. Yep. Uh, but this was, this, he wasn't one of them. He was just, he was just sort of like a grip. He was like their tech guy. And he was um, their grip. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy being a grip at a, at a porn seat. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, but yeah. And they're, they, they're one of the machines. Like what are the, have you ever seen those machines that like girls will ride on? It sort of like, almost looks like a little saddle. Do you know what that's called? And it like it like stimulates their their vagines. Oh, they they those actually exist. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I they probably just called the. Uh, no, there's a name for it. I can't remember what it is. Saddle vibrators or some shit. I don't know. Sa- hold on, <laughs> saddle vibrator porn. This is but now this is oh fuck now this is the last thing I've googled. <laughs> I'm gonna, that's what's gonna kill me. It's called a Sibian machine it's old. or Sibian or something. I don't know how you pronounce it. Um. Oh shit! Now, now I'm really scared. Final destination. Please don't do me dirty. Let me Google something else. <laughs> oh no. Um, I'm gonna hold on. Uh, hot girls wearing sweatshirts. Okay, that's the new <laughs> thing that I've googled. I, I can die like that. But anyhow, so he's trying to fix a, the one of these uh, Sibian or Sibian machines, and the thing just malfunctions like crazy, and it shreds both of his hands off. Ooh. And. Like he's devastated because his whole thing, you know, he's, he's he doesn't work with his hands the same way the rest of the people in the porn set do, but he still needs them, right? Like he needs them to to be able to do his job, and he's devastated, and that's where this whole idea of Edward Dildo hands is concocted, concocted, and, and so basically, yeah, he undergoes this risky uh, experimental surgery in Tijuana, of course. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, look, if you were in the LA porn industry and you needed to go get a, a weird surgery to implant dildos onto your forearms, where would you go? DJ, duh. Obviously. So, yeah. So, they go to TUJ. They get, and, he, and he, he ends up like Edward Scissorhands, except instead of scissors, he has dildos on his hands. And then, so the doc just f- sort of follows this whole process, because all this was being filmed at the time, right? They had the cameras on the set rolling. So, you can see everything, like the accident is pretty fucking gruesome. You might want to skip that episode. But... It's kind of like a redemption arc because this guy had always been, you know, he's sort of like the nice guy on the porn set, nice guys finish last. And he's got this whole character arc from becoming uh, just the sort of quiet, shy, like, you know, scared to even talk to the actresses guy to Edward Dildo Hands in the flesh. So does he become... And, and, and also latex. Does he does he become more like of a... Does, does he go like breaking bad where he's like a like a bad guy or does he go in the direction where he's just like a badass like a like a like a swallow oh, oh he has a big villain turn but that's towards the end of the season let's not spoil that oh, okay. exactly what happens <laughs> um because you could probably let your mind wander wow if if somebody feels uh underappreciated and jilted and they've got two uh dildos that are now have been automated so they could spin 
Ooh. like drills, <laughs> dildo drill hands. Yeah, they they could they could uh, wreak some havoc in the porn world, which he does. So this is not for the faint of heart. Oh. Uh, there's some graphic violence. I was gonna say some graphic nudity. It's pretty much all graphic nudity. There's a lot. They they. <laughs> I do think it's funny that they 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 do sort of pixelate out the nipples. Where I'm like, guys, come on. Why? Why even he's, bother? He's got donners on his hands and. They... Yeah, yeah. The 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 subject of this doc is a guy with giant dildos where his hands used to be. Like we don't need pixelated nipples, but you know, apparently it was a Netflix thing. So you know, I was never a, a big fan of Edward Scissorhands. Movie didn't do it for me, but you know what? Edward Dildo Hands. I give that uh, a, a resounding four out of five dildos. How did you not like Edward Scissorhands? I just didn't like it. Blasphemy. Wasn't my deal. I'm like, ooh, Tim Burton, you're weird and dark. Uh, okay. I dude, I had a crush on uh, Winona Ryder from that movie when I was a kid. She was fucking that. She was, she was a fox. Okay. And she would steal things for you too. Probably. What's the What's the real show on Netflix that you want to discuss? It's also sex related, not oh. quite as graphic. Uh, the show is called Sex Education, and it is a British comedy. Uh, I, I guess it's a is it a teen comedy? Yeah, it's there's teens. It's a comedy, but it it does not feel like any other teen comedy I have seen. You sent me a clip, and oh, did I? Yeah, you sent me a clip from it. I think you sent me a clip from from it. Is that the one where there's like a car and they run over someone? Is that that's the show, right? No. Oh, it's not. Never mind. <laughs> wrong, wrong one. <laughs> Never like, mind. It, that sounds like you're trying to. Uh, Describe, you know what I did last summer? That was a 90s teen horror movie. No, no, no. You sent me a clip of something where it's it's a it's obviously a comedy and they're like in a trailer park of some sort. Oh, that could be that could be from it. I don't I don't remember though. Yeah. Anyway, uh any actors or actresses that are uh people we would recognize or no? I think the only one that, that I knew his name was uh, Asa Butterfield. Asa Butterfield. Yes, he, he's a very uh, average-looking British boy. He, I knew him because he was in Ender's Game the movie. Oh, is it the? He's the main main guy. The he main was Ender in Ender's Game. So yeah, the main guy, kid with the like a goofy-looking, like googly eyeballs kind of looking. Yeah, he was also in the movie Hugo. Uh, I remember it was a sort of fantastical movie that revolved around clocks. Okay, uh, but yeah, he he's been in a bunch of stuff. But he um, takes on like he, now he's it's in a comedy though, right? It, it is a comedy. It's it's um, the the best way I could describe it is it takes a lot of the tr- sort of tropes and stereotypes from traditional teen comedies. It's like oh, there's like the gay best friend and there's the bully and there, right? Like a lot of those those things. But in all those other ones, they're just very one dimensional, right? It's like oh, the gay best friend's flamboyant and he's just happy and he's there for comic relief. Ooh, the bully's the antagonist and he's just a kind of you know bad kid and and there's no other side to him. Instead of doing all that, they were like, well, what if we just make them really well thought out characters with backstory and different sides to them? And like, you can kind of even understand why, you know, they do things when you find out more about them. They pair it with really, really good writing, Mm. which is just enough for me to offset what I thought initially was a stupid, ridiculous premise. So much so that I didn't even want to watch it at first. So stupid, ridiculous premise. What is that? The the protagonist, like the main character, uh, who was that, played by Asa Butterfield. So that's Ender. Yeah. So Ender's Ender's mom, uh, who was Scully from the X Files. Ooh, really? Yeah, she's in it. I like her. What Jillian Anderson? Yeah, she's fucking hot. That that does play a, a central role in the show as well because uh, she is a sex therapist. Oh. 
she's like constantly sort of analyzing him and you know he, she's like well we have to it, it, she's actually very kind of like cold and clinical but she also wants him to talk about his feelings in a very a sort of advanced psycho- psychological way where they're, they're using psychology terms and they're sort of breaking down what he's feeling, so forth and so on. Uh, and she also likes to bone a lot of dudes. That, oh, so she's a whore. Uh, she, she's just sexually liberal. She's a whore. Uh, she's not a relationship person. She's she, a whore. She thinks that sex is something to be enjoyed, and just because she is divorced and does not want to have a suitor, she feels that she can still engage in the pleasurable acts of, of sex, and that's not a problem, except if if, she, if you're yeah if you're her kid and there's like random dudes coming by, maybe that could fuck the kid up a little bit. Yeah, but so so the, the sort of the premise is she's she's this sort of clinical, uh, emotionally distant sex therapist, and but he learns a lot just sort of tangentially from her uh-huh. through a, a series of unexpected events. He gets talked into running a sex therapy sort of clinic at their high school by uh, like a, a down on her luck uh, kind of girl who lives by herself in a trailer park and she needs money and she sees this as a money making venture. So then he becomes like kind of the school sex therapist. Yeah, well, exactly. And at first I thought it was fucking dumb because mm-hmm. it, to be honest, on its face it is dumb. But the flip side was I, when I started seeing some of the episodes and, and things that kids were worried about, I was like, oh, my God. One, I wish this show was around when I was a teenager because this would have answered so many questions. <laughs> and, and two, if there was some kid who could just give you, like, legitimate sort of grounded advice, wouldn't tell anybody. Like, there was so much shit I didn't know as a teenager. I mean, maybe some of that was available on the Internet, but I feel like the Internet wasn't uh, – quite as forthcoming as it is now. Now you can find oh, anything. Yeah. You can Google how, how to eat a pussy. I bet you there's probably a, a Reddit on that, how to eat a vagina. Um, so <laughs> there, there is an episode, I think it's not until the second season, where that is a central uh, nice. point of, I was going to say friction. Maybe that's not quite the exact right word. Um, that's, a, that's a sticking point. Let's put it that way. So it it actually does – a lot of the episodes revolve around like real things that I think teenagers would have questions and issues about. But it has these really, really sort of three-dimensional characters to to the point where like I really root for them. And this is the biggest endorsement I I can give the show. There is a gay best friend, right? And I think we've discussed earlier that I just never had the, the desire to see Brokeback Mountain. Because yeah, no, I'm, like, right. I'm like, I'm oh, like, gay, gay cowboys, like, that's ah, not my thing. But the characters are so well written when the gay best friend does start to explore relationships. Like, to me, it wasn't even a, about it being a gay relationship. I'm like, oh, this character, Eric, fucking get some, Eric. Let's go, buddy. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is your time, Eric. And, like, it just didn't even, it wasn't a, it, it yeah, wasn't yeah, a yeah. gay relationship. It was just, like, this character that I like yeah. is psyched about potentially having sex and with a dude i was like i was excited for him though i'm like was fucking get it eric d- yes with a guy <laughs> all right awesome let's let's go eric bone down buddy <laughs> all right usual question from from pervert me are there any hot chicks and outside of jillian anderson are they need hot chicks or these are all high school aged or college aged so i think they're all in their mid-20s okay so i could say are there any hot girls mm-hmm. in there? Nice. um is there nudity yeah, I think there's some for sure. Oh yeah, there's definitely nudity now that nice. I think about it. Uh the 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 two sort of central hot girls, there's actually quite a few, but there there's like a, a pack of almost like the mean girls. Okay. Except it's it's two mean girls and 
than a, a very sort of um how does he describe himself? It's like a very posh gay guy. There's only two gay guys at the school. Eric, uh, Ender's best friend, and this other gay guy. But so I think two two of the, the mean girls are actually pretty hot. Um, and they get naked? Yeah, one of them yes. for sure. And then the the female lead, she, she she's, yeah, she, I think she's hot. Right on. What do you give it on a scale of one to ten? I For, for me personally, I, I gave it. I would give it like a strong nine. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. So, and this this is just a personal thing, but the sort of a level of enjoyment and also just, um, just I don't know if happiness or joy is the right way to put it, but the only two shows that I've, I've enjoyed that much to that level were uh, Cobra Kai, where that's another show where that it was a silly show, but I'm like, dude, this show just makes me feel good when I watch it. Okay, like I just enjoy this. Like I, I like I get a kind of like a buzz. Like it, you know, it's it's stupid. It's a world where karate actually works, and yeah. you can learn it in two months and whatever. This is fun. I really liked it. And then uh, you know, same thing with Stranger Things, where it had that kind of like Goonies feel. Like this show just made me feel good when I watched it, and I was surprised because I did not think I would like a show about a teenage sex therapist. Couldn't could not see in my mind how that would be a thing I would enjoy, but like I said, like I, I got invested in the characters, I was rooting for them. There were for me at least some like really hysterical laugh out loud moments where I was literally like like shaking because I was laughing that hard. So most shows, even comedies that I enjoy, I don't get to that point. So for whatever, whatever reason, that show just like hit the right spot for me. Did, uh, it was the G. Did you G watch spot. the? Uh, <laughs> you have a G spot. Apparently, oh, uh, I don't know. They didn't cover it in an episode yet. I have to did, wait for season four to find out if males oh, have so a G it's spot. Got, so it's got multiple seasons. There, so that was a maybe a lucky accident. I started watching season one and two, and I didn't know a season three was coming out right then. So I was midway through season two, mm-hmm. and then season three came out. Crazy, huh? I I never. I never heard about it until you told me about the show, and I'm just surprised that there are already that many seasons. I was going to ask you if you've seen – I thought you only saw the the season. Apparently, you're into season four already or three. Or there's whatever. season three, and there's scheduled to have a season four come out. Crazy, um, crazy. Yeah, it was just like the fifth time I saw somebody recommend it on – you know, I don't know if it was on Reddit or, or just, you know, somewhere in social media. I saw it recommended again and again. It was like the fifth time. I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'll watch an episode. Just because I was looking for, for things to watch. Yeah. Well, Jillian Anderson's in it. Now I might have to. Fuck. I didn't want to watch it, but now I might have to. Yeah, there, there's, you know, again, um, I feel like this has been played out in in uh, movies and teen comedies, but there's a part where, like, the bully is flirting with, with her. <laughs> but the way they approach it is just so different. It just feels kind of fresh, where instead of what I expected of being like, oh, this whole same shit again, I'm like, okay, this is just a new take. This is hilarious. There, there When we, at Widger College, there used to be a, when I was a freshman, there used to be like a, a college uh, punk band, like at, at Woodyard College, and they were called the Special Agent Scully Fuckers. <laughs> that was clever. Well, and you know what? Shout out to Jillian Anderson. She looks good. She's a little bit trimmer, a little bit fitter than she was when she played Scully. She wasn't bad when she was Scully, though. Oh, not at all. Not at all. But I'm just saying, like, some actresses, as they get older, uh, they kind of let themselves go. Uh-huh. She did not do that at all. She looks great for how old do you think she is? is she fifty now? She's got to be in her fifties, for sure. Let's let's see. Not sixties, but I'm saying like fifty four. 
I'm saying 53? 52, 53-ish is my 53. Guess. And she's banging, apparently. Oh, yeah. She looks very good. Fuck. Now I have to watch it. Son of a bitch. Here. here here's, a, here's a photo of 53-year-old. Oh, yeah. The fucking hot. Oh, and Mondo, she also has just a very, very prim British accent. Ooh, even sexier. Dude, chicks with accents are fucking hot. I don't, you know whose accent is makes her, I think, hot? Because she's attractive. She's pretty for sure. She's She's got a great body and everything. Scary Spice? No, no, no. Uh, Posh Spice? No. Ginger Spice? No. Sporty Spice? Uh, Megan Anderson. But she plays up to that whole sexy. Like, all her Instagram is like her in underwear and shit. But her her accent makes her hot. Because she's like, if you looked at her face and just took it for that it'd be like eh, you're not but her accent makes her i think hotter anyway so yeah that's a good show i think i'm gonna have to fucking watch it now it sucks because i just oh oh hold on hold on remember I how like, i said i wanted steve Irwin to lead me on bird watching expeditions megan i want megan anderson but i want her to do her steve Irwin impression she's already got the accent she has to get really excited about birds and then like i'm a i Every day of the week, I will go bird watching with Megan Anderson. That's my hobby. That's free. If I can just talk Megan Anderson into doing it, let's go. Megan Anderson doing Aussie Man, <laughs> like she's just dropping f bombs everywhere. Uh, that was it for Reddit. That was it for the episode, I believe. Um, what have you been up to this past week? Anything cool? Me? Yeah. No, not really. Recovering from surgery. Um, just still trying to. Because I think I told you, like, it was, it's been a while now, but I, I got a better camera just for, for film and video. And yeah, I built like a little portfolio site. Now I have to have, you know, go and make uh, videos and photographs and things to put in the portfolio. But didn't you have to go to, like, I think last week you had to go to take photos for the LFA thing? Mm hmm. So uh, unfortunately, it's cool that I'm working with LFA and in theory, they're paying me money. I haven't actually gotten a check from them yet. <laughs> but. Yeah, they owe me about a G now. Oh, wow. Um, That's cool. But none of that stuff I can actually use because it's not my designs. They have a lead designer, and kind of what I'm doing is he's made a template where it's like, okay, this is the, the fight poster template, and then we want they want me to just to, to remake that with all the different fighters. that are So each fighter can post their own poster. And then sometimes some of, the <laughs> some of these fighters, like, they have, like, the, the app, the, the not even an iPhone yeah, they so have like a like a baked potato. Yeah, and yeah, so they they'll send us like these super grainy, low resolution photos where when I try to blow them up to poster size, it looks crap. Very very bad. So yeah, this this one um, fighter. Oh, what's her? I forget her name now. But she's she's local. Her her gym is up in uh, Arvada. The photo she sent us. I I don't understand how this is the case, but she looked like she was like maybe forty seven and like overweight. Uh. And then I go and see her, and I'm like. Okay, yeah, you, you know, you you maybe uh, have some hard nights and part and partying and whatnot, but like she's like super fit and she definitely did not look. I mean, she looked literally 15 years younger in person than the photo. So yeah, I just I just took a couple. You know, if you ever see those UFC promo photos where it's like they're standing with their hands up, they're standing sideways with their hands up. Yeah. Now they got their hands on their hips. I just took a few of those so LFA would have them on file. And yeah, I've done that twice now. It's 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 cool. Like it every time I go to one of these gyms now, it's been twice. I'm like, oh, I want to go to Open Mat, but at least now we gotta we gotta maybe think about adding that as a segment for the podcast. Like like talk about local up and coming MMA fighters you already have some kind of access being that you're kind of sort of working freelance for lfa 
interviewing these up and comers, if whether they got a fight or not, or maybe they got a fight coming up and they want to promote them. Not that we have a huge reach. We have a listener base of like 15 people. Yeah, but we have no reach. <laughs> so, so don't Still. worry. This, this is uh, hopefully the first time we can actually upload video. Yeah. That's, that's part of the promotion process where if we can get some funny clips from the show, uh, then we can start actually, I would, I would actually start advertising them. Yep. I'm going to, I'm going to say this is, Maybe four, five, six episodes ago, I felt like we kind of turned a corner where the podcast is past just being listenable and it's actually entertaining and it's ready to promote. Because <laughs> if we had tried to promote some of our early episodes, people would be I like some of what those. What the fuck? Yeah, because you know all the backstory and us rambling on is interesting Yeah, to us. Yeah. Probably not to other people as much. We don't know. We don't know. Um. I went uh, on Saturday. I didn't know what I was going to do this weekend. I didn't want to be at home just vegetating. But so one of my coworkers on like Wednesday or Thursday was like, hey, there's a there's a little reservoir up north that uh, that the state of Colorado Parks and Wildlife lifted the Colorado limit. Like it's basically all you can eat catching fish out there. Just go, you know. So I, I looked it up and I went Saturday and uh, – I was getting nibbles, getting bites. I actually caught two little fish, but I let them go because they weren't, like, worth keeping. They were, like, little bluegill that were the size of, uh, like, I don't know, like the size of a bottom of a soda can or something. So I just threw one of One of Edward Dildo's hands' hands? Yeah. Nah, it sounds probably smaller than that. Those but, are huge. Uh, I'm getting out there. It's, like, fucking 6 o'clock in the morning, and I'm feeling good, and I wanted to scope out the lake, and I get to the lake, and it's, like, 100 feet from the back of, like, residential area. So it's not too far from, like, where people are living. And I felt the fucking bubblegut gurgle. I'm like, oh, fuck. I got to take a shit. And there's no, I couldn't find a restroom like in that area. So I had to take off. I was like, I'm going to go to McDonald's. I go to the McDonald's. Of course, there's fucking construction at the McDonald's. So I can't shit there. They only have like the drive-thru going. I had to go shit in a fucking gas station. It sucked. Got to grab the coffee, went and, and attempted at fishing for the second, now second time in Colorado. I like this spot better, but I just had no success in actual getting any bites. But uh, I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep looking up little local fishing fishing holes. And if you guys listen to this <laughs> and you're a Colorado native and you want to take me fishing, take me fishing. Yeah. I got some, some poles and some stuff. Yeah. I mean, you may have to cut your fishing trip very short because Armando has to run to a gas station. Yeah. But, you know, that's fine. I'm going to try the main reservoir at some point, the one by you, the one by your, your folks yours and your folks house yeah a lot of people fish that i don't know how successfully but yeah that and bear creek lake but i think you gotta pay to get into bear creek lake so i don't know if I want to you sure it. don't what do you mean you don't yeah if we go around the back way and walk yeah i'm not gonna do that with a bunch of fishing gear why not it's not that far it's like half mile it's a lot of stuff to carry for half a mile you know what i mean oh i'm sorry i didn't didn't realize no it's a lot too much it's a lot of stuff to carry it is i mean anyway so Oh, I'm getting an Xbox, but you already knew this. I might be getting an Xbox the next day or two. I bought it from this guy on eBay, and he's apparently coming into the state of Colorado. So instead of shipping it, he's going to probably hand deliver it to me at some point this week. Hopefully, a week from now, we'll have a brand new Xbox. And then, buying Back for Blood, the part three of the Left 4 Dead franchise, and I will be killing a shitload of fucking zombies. Yes, I'm a nerd. Thank you. I've got nothing else to add. <laughs> I think, I mean, really, now that we've gotten into the nitty-gritty of your Xbox purchase, there's really nothing left. we got to end on that high note. Yeah. Uh, so 
I will say uh, adios and adieu. Adios and adieu. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you guys in a week. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. Mondo here. I just want to take the time to say on behalf of myself and Aaron that we appreciate everyone who's taken the time to listen to our podcast. We know there's hundreds of thousands of podcasts to choose from, but you took some time out of your day to listen to us ramble on. Please share our podcast, like and subscribe, follow us on all our social media platforms and all that jazz. Whether you love us, hate us, agree with our opinions or disagree, we still love you.